0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned into the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, Jay-Z, John Coleman. What is poppin' to you? Dude, what are we doing? Live and direct. I don't know what we, we're doing. You say- I wish, I wish we were set up Facebook Live right now. We're not there yet, but I would like to see us get there, John. We will one day, Dustin. We will get there one day, but we are at the Hyatt Grand Cypress in Orlando, Florida. So just 30 minutes away from our stomping grounds, yep. right? We typically produce our shows out of the Winter Park branch for Waterstone Mortgage. Correct. In a, in a, in a you know,
1: climate-controlled environment.
0: Yes. Yes. It is the studio office, I call it, because basically right. we set up a studio within my office. We right. shut the door. Right. We put the Do Not Disturb sign on. Right. And people leave us alone. Right. So, but today we're set up next to the bar. Right. Adjacent. To the check-in counter. Right. right. next to the valet stand. Yes. And by the way, inside of the lobby, they have this, like, huge-ass parrot that's been squawking all day. Ca-caw, ca-caw. Oh. Louder than that. So hopefully, hopefully a... we can get this track laid yeah. before they bring the parrot back out. This is great. We are here shooting on location. Show them. Show, show the them. Show the people. This is the 17th annual Eastern Secondary Conference. Okay. This is the 67th annual. Okay. MBA, Mortgage Bankers of, of Association of Florida, okay. convention. Let's go. Annual convention. Okay. We're going to do an episode that's about industry involvement, okay. conferences, and conventions. We're going to talk about why we make it a point to come to these events, why it's important to be involved in your industry, but also caution people that too much can be too much. Right. And... We want to lay down, like we do in most episodes, some tips and tricks and tactics on how to strategically attend a conference or a convention mm-hmm. and get the most bang for your buck right. and understand that it's not all about the speakers. It's not all about the agenda. Mm. Like I see something in your left hand and something in my right hand that we've never had on the show before. Here we are 130 some episodes I, into I know, it, I know. you're sipping a Negroni.
1: Are you as well? No, you can't. You wouldn't make it through this. Episode. I can't do a Negroni. You, would, you would pass
0: out. I'm not a man like you. God, these kids right here, nope.
1: like these kids, these children with the corn right here, are literally just like this is the coolest thing for them. Yeah. But that's the future. Those are future homeowners. So that,
0: be, yeah. You all can't see them off camera, but uh, there's two serious, boys, probably me. about ages uh, five and six, just who are just staring, staring just us down. Either they want to beat us up and and take our and take our hat and glasses. I don't know. I don't know. Or they want know, to see us play Fortnite on Yeah, Yeah, but no, so
1: we do talk a lot on the show. When I say we, it's mostly you talk about the importance of networking and going to these company events, company events, networking events, industry events, uh, but also not falling into the trap of just being like, uh, falling into the circle of like, yeah, I make all these tools. I'm I'm at all the events, but I really get nothing from it.
0: Yes, and um, when it comes to industry involvement, I'm a huge proponent you need to be involved in your industry. Right. But too much can be too much. Mm -hmm. At some point, you're judged based on, the volume you produce the revenue you bring in the clients you satisfy you are not judged on how many subcommittees Mm. do you head up how many board seats do you make up because all of those are voluntold positions right they're all positions that don't pay you a dime they don't put food on your table right and they take away from in many instances if you do it too much they take away from the activities you should be doing that do put food on the table, that do put you at the top of the leaderboard in your organization when it comes to performance. Right. All right. Now, we're going to get into this. We're going to do a deep dive. But before we do, there's still some business we have to. I was waiting. I was you waiting see. for this. I was. I was going to see how you woo. Wo- well, well wo- look. I threw up the drinks first. I told my friend, Dawn. Okay. Dawn Hinshaw, Shout out to Dawn. Shout out Dawn. Yep. And her colleague Karen. Okay. Shout out Karen. That we would shout out their company, Inact, formerly Genworth Mortgage Insurance. INACT. Because when I was standing at the bar getting your drink and my drink, they said, you know what, Dio, this round's on us. This round's on us. Yes. Okay. This, so hey, thank you hey, so to cheers. our friends over cheers. At, at, at Inact. At Karen, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Now Me. the other item of
1: business. Right. Attending these conferences, not just for all the drinks.
0: Before that. Right. If you're tuning in for the first time, we thank you. I try. Now we have no idea if you're tuning in on YouTube or if you're tuning in on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere else you can find podcasts. Just know that if you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate it. Make sure you click the subscribe button. And if you have questions or comments, please lay them down. We love to use that as a message board, a way for us to interact with our audience. It is. If you are not watching us on YouTube and you're listening to us because you found us on Spotify or Apple or Google Play, please know if you ever want to see our smiling faces. Yes. You can do so just by hopping on YouTube.com and looking at the Loan Officer Podcast. Speaking of at the Loan Officer Podcast, oh, God. if you're on social media and you want to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, guess what it is at the Loan Officer Podcast. God. If you want to contact John Coleman directly, Google him. Yeah, that's He it. is John Coleman on Google. <laughs> if you want to connect with me, the best way to do so yes. is LinkedIn. Yeah. And by the way, I appreciate everyone with the. Facebook personal request I tend not to accept those um and that's out of respect to my wife and our Correct. children I try to keep my Facebook my Facebook but LinkedIn is wide open all day IG wide open all day so the best way to get a hold of me is Dustin Owen on LinkedIn all right now that we got that out of the way now that we got that on let's go ahead and just riff for the next 20 25 minutes these are my experiences being involved in my industry attending conferences attending attending workshops trainings, seminars etc okay okay all right this is probably my 10th mba of florida conference okay i've attended conferences done by the core i've attended events put on by todd duncan i've uh, attended events put on by mortgage I think it's called Mortgage Mastermind. Okay. All right? Okay. And I've attended conferences outside of the mortgage industry. Keller Williams puts on an event called Family Reunion. I once was a participant in a family reunion. Okay. And the one thing that I can tell you is that although they're all the same, they're also all different.
1: That is absolutely true. So anything
0: correct. that I teach... If you're listening and you're an optometrist, I promise you.
1: Oh, it translates. It translates. It does.
0: Yep. If you're in education and you're a teacher, it, if you're in narcotics it, and you are some kind of a DEA, FBI, task force, local police officer, Wow. all of what we are going to teach is going to resonate. And these are just best practices. Yeah. Some of them learned the hard way. Some of them practiced and perfected and thought, oh, wait a minute. We should share that with others. Yeah. All right. That's cool. So let's first start with industry involvement. Once we're done with industry involvement, we then are going to talk about attending conferences. Okay. Because industry involvement shouldn't take me more than five minutes. Okay. You got to do it. Okay. This is your freaking profession, people. Yeah, got to do it. Like, I don't care. Again, if you're a teacher, if you're a cop, if you're a mortgage professional, a realtor, et cetera, a dentist, financial advisor, you name that profession, you need to be involved in your, at least local, if not state- and then national, in that order by the way, local, state, then national trade organization. Hmm. At a minimum, it allows you to understand the direction or the trajectory of your industry. It allows you to network with your peers. Some of those peers are gonna end up being your competition. But I can promise you this, it's way better to be friends with your competition than it ever is to not know who your competition really is. Look, I know them by company, but I don't know them personally. By me befriending my competition, here's what I've learned. Three key things. A, their company is really not that much different than mine. It's not really that different. B, they'll start to open up. And by sharing, a.k.a. bragging about Mm -hmm. their company, what they're also giving me is every Achilles heel, along with every strength that they have, Mm -hmm. That allows me then to compete against them, quote-unquote air quotes here, compete against them without ever ever having to talk bad about them. For example, let's say, John Coleman, you work for one of my competitors. Let's say a consumer is on the phone with me. I know you because you and I hung out at the conference last Mm -hmm. February together. Mm -hmm. You had a Negroni. I had an old-fashioned. We shared some sushi. Mm -hmm. And we talked shop that's what we do. And I learned everything great about your company, but also along the way, I learned a couple of your weak spots. Yeah, spill some tea by accident. It happens. Yeah. I know that when I'm talking to a client that maybe also does business with your, with your company and they bring up your company by name, I'm like, oh my God, one of my buddies works over there. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah. He's a great dude. And look, if you were looking to do X, Y, and Z, which by the way, X, Y, and Z is never what this person is <laughs> looking to do. If you're looking to do X, Y, and Z, they're awesome at that. Mm-hmm. They really are. But man, I got to tell you, like just friend talk here, what you're looking to do uh, you're, pro- you're probably best served with me. Yeah, right. Right? You're Like networking, being involved in my trade organization. Right? Because networking, sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, I need to go network with referral sources. and I need to go network with people who can send me a business. No, no, no. You want to network within people who do what you do for a living. Right? And what you also realize, most of us aren't really competing against each other. You think like, you are, but
1: you're not. When you really get that down to brass tacks and you have conversations with the other individuals... I'm like, wow, we're,
0: we're a lot alike. Yes, and there's usually enough business to go around. Right. right there another. is enough business to go around. The the What I've learned by networking with other mortgage professionals is let's use the Central Florida market. Okay. In the Central Florida market, here are some of the big players in the mortgage scene. Waterstone Mortgage, FBC Mortgage, the mortgage firm, Homebridge, RP Funding. Okay. All right, those are the five big players. Right. You know who I didn't mention? Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, yeah. Fairway Credit Union, or Fairwinds Credit Union, yeah. Rocket Mortgage, yeah, why, Better.com. Why didn't you mention those? They're not the big players. But you know, it's interesting when I sit down and I talk to my friends mm-hmm. at Homebridge, at Movement, at RP uh, Funding, really, I don't have any friends at RP Funding, but right. um, I do know some people over there. Right, right at the mortgage firm, at FBC Mortgage, I don't compete against those folks. We all are actually on the same team. We compete against the consumer going to their bank, i.e. Fairwinds Credit Union, Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo. We compete against the consumer going directly to the TV commercial that they saw the night before watching the NBA playoffs, Rocket Mortgage, Better.com. So we actually share the same competitors. And those competitors aren't each other. I would have never been able to understand that in totality had I not been involved in my local trade organization. And for me in the mortgage industry, it's the Mortgage Bankers Association. Mm -hmm. There's also the National Association of Mortgage Brokers. Um, If you're a Realtor, there's the National Association of Realtors, but more importantly than there's the Florida Association of Realtors. Or if you're in Central Florida, there's the Orlando Regional Realtor Association. If you're up in the panhandle of Florida, they have what's called ECAR, Emerald Coast Association of Realtors. So basically what you're saying, there's
1: really no excuse, no matter where you're located, to not join some sort of local. No,
0: there's not. And your purpose is to get in there, A, because you want to be a student of your industry. You also need to be an advocate for your industry, right? If something is going on in DC, that would shape or screw up, Mm. for a lack of a better words, the way that we operate, they need boots-on-the-ground people, grassroots efforts to advocate. Mm. Typically, it's those local organizations that advocate against certain changes that are happening. Right. And, by the way, you meet people. You network. That's my favorite part. Yep. There's a movie that I love. Tom Hanks, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Charlie Wilson's War. Mm. Going way back. Way back. Way back. Yep. So, one of my favorite parts, and Charlie Wilson, it's a biopic based on Charlie Wilson, who was the, I think, a U.S. congressman out of the first district of Texas, bro. Don't look at me. I don't know, but you're okay. right. It's a great movie. You guys should look it up. You should watch it. But there's a point in there when Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, who's a CIA agent, says to Tom Hanks, who for the most part is a, you know, one of hundreds of 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 uh, congressmen and congresswomen, and goes, "Why do you think you're going to be able to pull off what you can pull off?" And he said, "Because I come from a Congress or from a Congress from a district where nobody wants for nothing. Mm-hmm. Therefore." For the past however years he had been in Congress, all I've done is said yes. All those people owe me favors. Mm. He collected favors. He collected favors. He did goodwill. Mm -hmm. And then when it came time for him to do something meaningful, impactful, and change the world, he was able to push it through the legislature because he had built so much goodwill. What I'm getting with, with that story is that when you start joining your trade organization and you start participating in their monthly events you start creating goodwill amongst those members. Mm. At some point, that person may be who helps you land your next job. At some point, that person may be who helps you fill an open vacancy that you need desperately in order for your office or your team to run efficiently. Right. Like at some point, that person may come work with you. Yeah. Right, but it's a good way for them to get to know you. you, you get to know them, you guys to talk shop and become better professionals together. Right. So that's what we're doing today, tomorrow, and the next day attending the 67th annual Florida Mortgage Bankers Association convention. Okay. We're here to network. We're here to hang out. I learned about this convention because I've been active in my Central Florida chapter of the Mortgage Bankers Association. You have. And before I was active in that, I learned of the MBA because I became active in Women's Council of Realtors. Okay. That was a local trade organization that allowed vendors, because IE, I'm a lender, so I'm a vendor, allowed lenders to participate. It was while participating with the Women's Council Realtors, I learned of an MBA meeting, I went to an MBA meeting, and then through MBA meetings, I learned of conferences like this. There you go. I learned of my CMB opportunity. Really, and so yes. all that came about of yes. yes, yeah, and that's how I got these two free drinks. Right? Right. I mean, it's, it, but it goes that way, so that's kind of the why behind it, yeah. like the why. Now let's talk about that's that's why on why you should be actively involved in your trade organizations. Correct. And by the way, not too many. Pick one or two and make sure that you are active, you're consistent, but you're not trying to run the show because none of those none of those roles pay any money. But
1: I'm the senior vice president of my local chapter, and they asked me to be the board directory treasurer member, and I'm the blah blah blah. What
0: Look, you call at some it? point you may need to do your civic duty, fall on the damn sword, and do your three years. Yeah. Right, three years. You're the president elect. You're the president. You're the past president.
1: And now I'm on the board.
0: Kind but of. then at some point you need to understand where your priorities lay, and I'm gonna leave it at that because I could get on a soapbox and I could go for days and days. Just know this: I know many professionals most of who are no longer in the industry. They were everywhere. Circuit pros. Oh, they were, they were legit uh, women's council realtors, Orlando Regional Real Estate uh, Association, Orlando, Greater Orlando Builder Association. They were Mortgage Bankers Association. Close. They were the National Association of Mortgage Brokers. Closed two units a month. At, yes, closing two <laughs> units a month. I'm like, damn, bro, like I get you wanna <laughs> be involved, but at some point you gotta actually work. It was as if those people were using their involvement in trade organizations to make themselves feel important and feel busy, but never actually becoming successful. Ooh, you you poured some alcohol on some wounds with that common deal. Yes. There's some people out there listening like, damn, that could be me. Yeah, it could be me. Yeah, that is me. But today's a great day to change. Right. Today's a great day to say, you know what? I'm going to be the best mortgage professional or realtor or title rep or insurance rep or dentist or teacher or cop I can be.
1: Right.
0: And... I'm going to carve out X amount of time to give back to my industry, to be involved in my industry, to network within my industry. But again, there's a fine line. You got to kind of keep one foot in and one foot out if you want to do all of it successful. All right, so let's talk about going to conventions. Let's go to talk about going to conferences.
1: This is your first convention, right? This is my first convention in this uh, atmosphere or this industry, so-called mortgages, real estate. I've been to many trade shows and huge conventions in the gaming world. So I'm very familiar with what they would call E3 back in the day. So when uh, companies like Microsoft or Sony or EA Sports would announce their next big titles, we'd go up there. Um, I was even on stage for one of those things. So I'm fully aware of like the trade show uh, ethos as it may. Similar to this? Different than this? It's, you, if you stripped away like what you were talking about, it's very similar um, because I thrive in like the bar atmosphere like after the actual event. I think that's when a lot of the real networking takes place because everybody, that's when everybody can kind of unbutton their top button, kind of relax and be like, Jesus, what did we go through today? And I think that's where a lot of the connections are made. But regardless of the industry, I find that that kind of happens everywhere.
0: Yeah. So I'm glad you talked about the bar. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there oh yeah we're going to get there tonight and on the show Right, yeah we're going to talk about it and then we're going to go participate in it okay all right but not too much not too much not too much just enough again there's always a fine line there's a straddle that has to be done it is okay but here's what i say about conferences and conventions you have to go to them you have to attend not one but two events a year every single year Mm. period end of story look i don't care if it's a todd duncan event i don't care if it's a mortgage marketing animals event a core event a mortgage mastermind, a next level a TLOP. Mm. Hey, throw it out there.
1: There you go. Throw what? it out
0: there, I'm TLOP listeners. Yeah, Maybe be... we can get John Coleman be... off his ass, and not only is he <laughs> going to build us a website, but he's also going to start putting on. At least annually, if not semi annually, and hopefully quarterly, John, Jesus quarterly live events I love where we can get together like 48 to 60 of us I, and just talk shop and network you get for three these days.
1: Ideas literally like while we're recording on a hot mic. So it's literally like ingrained for his. You like, oh, taught
0: me if you put it out there, it does, but it'll we, happen. We don't have to say it on air because now I'm held to it because some guy's going to go back and be like,
1: John, did I do this? But yes. yeah,
0: pressure's on you, John. <laughs> pressure's on you. But book. no, okay. you, you need to. Right. You, you need to. You need to attend to events. Now, look, one of those events may be a company sponsored event like you and I work for Waterstone Mortgage. Right. Waterstone Mortgage every single year for the past seven years they put on a momentum sales conference. By the it's way, it's sales amazing. It's,
1: it's amazing, by the way.
0: Yeah. Well, right. you went to your first one. You were like day three on the job. And I'm like, hey, day- by the way, I'm going to fly you to Vegas. You're like, huh? I was like, yeah, it's part,
1: part of my onboarding package. Yes, John. Mm-hmm. As part of you filling out your chronos and all the timesheets, I need you to also book your flight to Vegas. I'm like, okay, where do I sign up? Where do I sign up? <laughs> but no, honestly, it was a great event. It was literally the way they threw it was... Just how I expected it to be, and then some it was fabulous food. But it was also, just like you said, it was a great networking opportunity, but a great learning experience. They had breakout sessions like you, was, like yeah. you would expect. Yeah, so. so
0: I think many other companies yeah. put on their own correct sales rally, per se. Yeah. Okay, but they need to find something else. Yeah. Because there's something called academic inbreeding. Academic Embry. Academic Embry. So I first heard this from Ben Davis, who was a guest on the show probably about six or eight months ago now. Shout out Ben Davis. Shout out Ben Davis. He's freaking rain man of programs, products, and guidelines. You know what? Once we get that website built, tloponline.com, I want to host in a perfect world. I want you and Dennis to be able to build out like a message board. Okay. And I want to see if I can pay Ben Davis to actually contribute on go. the message board There's something. because Ben is super. Duh. Super geeked out When it comes to Programs, products, and guidelines oh, yeah. Like this dude Knows his stuff Okay yeah. Where's I going with Ben on this? PPG No, but I was talking about Going to conferences And I started just pimping out Ben And getting all uh-huh, super excited, excited And crazy excited, uh-huh. about Ben Davis that Old fashioned talking Must be the old fashioned talking Okay But we were talking about Going out to a sales rally Having, having breakouts One of those is put on By your employer Yep the other, other one, song. academic. That's it. Academic and breeding. That's where you Got it. From. Ben Davis taught me this. So True. when Ben Davis was graduating from Troy University, shout out Troy University in Alabama, uh, he was contemplating getting his master's. Well two things that you and I've talked about a lot about people getting their masters mm-hmm. is in my perfect world, especially if you're in the business world, go work for two years mm-hmm. and then go get your masters. Right. I think that that applies to a lot oh, you of have professions. To. You have not to. not all professions, but a lot of professions it benefits. Mm-hmm. Well here's something else that Ben was told by one of his advisors. Okay. He's like, Look, don't stay here at Troy for your for your MBA. He's mm-hmm. like that's academic inbreeding. Like we have a certain way that we teach curriculum here at Troy. We only have a certain set of professors you need to go learn from other people. Mm. So if you're solely relying on your company to provide you with the only sales conference you attend on an annual basis, uh, right. you are su- subjecting yourself to academic inbreeding. Because you only hear from the same Yeah, source. so that's why I said you need to go to two. One of those can be company sponsored. Ah. Hey, look, if you don't work for a company that does their own sales rally or sales conference, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You may want to look towards a company at some point in your career or that does. Mm-hmm. You may be perfectly content to where you are, but I'm telling you to go to two events. Mm. Like we have a loan officer in our office. He's been on the show. He's a top producer. He'll do 60 plus million dollars this year. His name is Barry Botwin. Shout out Barry Botwin. Shout out Barry Botwin. Barry attends four. Four events every single year, if not five. Two are Waterstone related, right? One is the Florida Sales Rally, one is the annual momentum sales conference for the entire company and he's a disciple of the core Mm -hmm. at which point they have two summits a year. Mm. So Barry attends four. Barry's a $60 million producer. He sees the value in A, attending these conferences and B, not relying on or solely relying on your company to provide because that promotes academic inbreeding. Mm. It also only introduces you to a select subculture or a subsect of the of the populace of your industry right that's a very good way yeah you know, that's like talk like, to the same people Yeah, you, know, you and I talk about this all the time like when I look for a well-rounded person one of the things I look for is are you well-read and are you well-traveled mm-hmm. I didn't ask you if you're well-educated I want to know if you're well-read and well-traveled well-read means I don't care what degree you have or don't have but if you read a lot mm-hmm. you've probably opened your mind right. to a lot of different thoughts mm-hmm. And if you're well-traveled, you've opened up your heart to many different cultures and experiences. Well said. Yep. So if you're only attending one event and that one event happens to be put on by the same company, whether it's your company or it's a third party, Mm. I can't say that you're well-traveled. You're traveled, but you're not well-traveled. You're better than the person who's not going out, right? All right, so enough off of that soapbox. Now, what to do when you get here? Here's the easy ones. Don't get so shit-faced drunk that A, you make an ass out of yourself, and B, that you don't get up in the morning. Or if you do get up, I'm, yeah. No, just don't do
1: it. Don't do it. Don't least not do day it. One. It's hard. Day one is hard, though.
0: Look, this isn't high school. This isn't college. Learn to hold your liquor, period, wow, end of story. You know, there's some grown-ups now that could, can you say that again? Because there's some grown-ups that need to hear that. Dude, there's this grown-up right here raising his hand. I need to hear that five years ago. I need somebody to pull me by the by the shirt collar, by the earlobe, and say, hey, bro, Listen. You're the future of our industry? You hanging out till 2 a.m. at the hotel bar shutting it down? No.
1: It's a rite of passage, Dustin. Everybody Possibly. has to do it. Now, listen, coming from someone on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you can do those nights, learn from those nights, and then recover from those nights after three, four, five weeks that it takes to recover, shout out to our guest right here. Oh, look at that. Real time. Shout out real- to the boys at Holmbridge. Chris Wassinger, Brian Poling, what's, what's up, up gentlemen? to the left. This yes, look at that. Um, but if you're able to do that and learn from it, um, yeah, but that ha- I mean, the first night's the hardest night. Cause you're like, you know what, I'm going to call it an easy night. Um, there's nothing going on. And then those are the trap nights. Let's talk about the trap nights, Dio.
0: Well, we'll get there. Okay. Like these are like kind of the what not to do. What? Well, yeah. Like what not, what not well, to what do. What not to do? Right. Well, you tell them about the trap night. What? What's a trap night for you? Is it the first night? Is it the going hard night the first is night? Always
1: the trap night because usually you're excited. You're checking in for the first time. You get your bags. People are like, "All oh, right, I have some energy." Blah 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 blah. And then one drink turns into three drinks. Turns into I haven't drank any water. Turns into like, "Wow, it's three thirty a.m. and we have the first breakout session at seven thirty a.m." Um, we've all been there. We've all experienced it. Now, it's a matter of fact Now, now I've been through enough to where now I don't do that. Mm-hmm. To where now it's like, mm-mm. Like, I know day one is important. You do network. You don't need to be that shit-faced guy who's like, wow, ah, conference just started, and you're that guy because you don't want that stigma following you.
0: Yep, so that's the what not to do. Here's something else you don't have to do. What's that? You don't have to attend every session. What do you mean? I tried, But that's the point. I signed up for everything. Look, I, you have to look at this in totality. You have to look at these events. What does it mean for you? Mm-hmm. It may mean you're getting away. It may mean that you're getting out of the house for the first time in a year and the first time in six months. Right? It may mean you get to sleep in a bed with someone who doesn't snore Ooh. because you're sleeping by yourself. So what? even if you do snore, you don't know it. What? Yes, it may mean the first time that you get to take a shit or take a shower mm. without some two-year-old opening up the door as a Mommy, Daddy. Right? So, so like, yeah. we'll start there. Yeah. But you're here as much for the content and the speakers as you are, the people, the other participants. Right. And you have to understand that you have to recognize right. that. Right. Some of the most productive time is gonna happen from 4 p.m. To 11, oh, to 11 p.m. I've had some of the best conversations with people literally
1: on the waiting for an elevator. People I never thought I'd connect with. I golfed this morning with some individuals um, that I normally would never have the opportunity to uh, uh, interact with. And it's it's those moments, it's like, ah, oh, we both hit a drive into the, the water, that you connect beyond just the mortgage. Because everybody can talk about work, oh, I got the best rate, or I have the best product. But it's when you can connect, and really on a human level, uh, that those bonds are really formed. And then really, that's where meaningful business takes place, in my
0: opinion. 1,000%. So true story, this happened today. I was walking to see the the get my name badge, the yeah, 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 name yeah, badge yeah. thing, What's get my name? program, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. the tchotchkes that they give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm rolling in there and I meet for the first time, face to face, a lady who I have seen on Zoom, a lady who have, I've talked to, I've emailed with for the past year. She was instrumental in my testing process of becoming a CMB. Okay, Okay. and her name is Shushila. And she looks at me and she goes, oh my God, you're Dustin. I'm like, oh, you're Shushila, because there's not that many <laughs> Shushilas out there. Uh, thank God she recognized me, bald head, tall, skinny, pasty, pale. And, um, Long story short, I missed the 1, the 2, and the 3 o'clock breakout session. The speakers. Oh, what? Yeah. Because Shushila was like, hey, I'm getting ready to go have lunch. You want to join me? So you having lunch with? I'm having lunch with Dana Abernathy with Computer Share. I'm like, oh, my God, Dana Abernathy? That's someone else I know from social media that I've never met face-to-face. No way. Okay. Yes. And, And they had their colleague, Debbie, who I didn't know, but... Debbie's also a CMB, and I'm a newly anointed CMB. Why don't we? Yeah, sounds great. We sat there, and I got to network face-to-face, belly-to-belly, old school, (laughs) pre-COVID style, with three pioneers of the mortgage industry, 30-plus, 40-plus-year veterans. Wow. Like, just by showing up. Just by showing up and going to get my name badge. And then one thing led to another. Now, did I miss some speakers? Yes. Did it go well? Probably. Does someone probably have it recorded? I'm sure. Yeah. If not, can I get the cliff notes from right. my buddy um, Kevin Strickland yeah. over at Iberia Bank? Yeah. yeah. Kevin's going to have those cliff notes for me. Yeah, you know, but that's what these events are for. Now, there's certain speakers, as you know, you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. Like, look, any opportunity that I can see and hear Barry Habib, it's on my calendar. Right. I'm going to be there. Yeah, he literally so right. said Barry yeah. speaking. I yep. can't do anything. Yep. So I want to see Barry. Yeah. And, you know, there, there may be Doug Duncan with Fannie Mae chief economist i've seen doug speak a lot of economists are boring doug's not boring Mm -hmm. i love economics i love economy and i love things that aren't boring sounds like you might learn something i'm not going to miss that right but everything else is flexible everything else is i'm going to go whichever the way the wind blows but understand that the best work is done from 4 p.m to 11 Mm p.m By the way, not midnight. Nothing good. My mom taught me this. No, Can her. you imagine? Could you do your mom right now for me?
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm, not my baby. Yeah. I mean, she would see me. Not my baby. Mm-mm. Not my baby.
0: Nah, He's nah. not up after after midnight. Oh, no, but my mom taught me nothing good happens after midnight. Really get your does. ass in bed. I mean, shit, fun stuff happens, not good stuff. Yeah, nothing good. Right. Nothing good happens. Right. Yeah, so from 4 to 11, you go to conferences to sit at the bar, get invited to dinner with complete strangers. That may very well end up being your next client, your next hire, your next boss, or they may introduce you to an idea, mm. a thought. That what? That Maybe. is working at their institution that you can take back, what? incorporate into your institution, and then our early, early, early guest, Louis Valsain. Ooh, shout out Louis. Shout out Louis. Become an intrapreneur. Intrapreneurship. Mm. Imagine attending an event like this going out to a dinner, mm. right? Mm-hmm. hearing an idea, bringing that idea back to your organization. Swipe and that, adapt. That swipe and adapt, and it brings value. What? And it brings value, and all of a sudden, they look at you like, ooh, John, mm. you're smart. Right. Yeah, you must go to college. And you're like, look, hey,
1: I I've been you, around the block. I've been around the block, but I actually attended this conference, you should go.
0: Yeah, no, I attended the conference, but you, you'll tell them, hey, look, honestly, it's something I heard when I was at the most recent mm-hmm. annual mortgage bankers convention mm-hmm. but i think it's something we should be implementing mm-hmm. they don't care where you heard it they care that you brought them that idea you brought value to your organization that value very well could lead to to revenue revenue leads to raises revenue leads to raises that
1: sounds like the title of a new that sounds like a great sounds like tiktok sounds like a great tiktok idea all right so we're good we're wrapping. we're coming up on time dio so what do you what do you what are you thinking next so go to I the mean, here's the thing how do you find that's what I was gonna ask you next. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: How do you find these conferences? How do, you, how do you find these particular conventions? Google. Okay, look, I'm gonna tell you, you start with joining your local affiliates, your local mortgage bankers associations, National Association of Mortgage Brokers, Uh, your local realtor events, if you're a dentist, your local dentist club. I mean, my buddy, Steve Curley, is a chartered financial analyst, CFA. It's like one of the hardest designations you can get. Yeah, I don't even know. Okay, it makes being a CMB look like a small fry, okay? Wow. To me, a CFA is over being an attorney. Okay. It's under being a doctor, though. Okay. Okay. And Steve, he was the chairman of the local... Start a, a charter financial analyst society. Like every industry has some kind of a professional organization. Right. Help. Oh, if you're a parent with students, there's the PTA. I mean, right. if I mean, your yeah, kid yeah, yeah. plays yeah. Little League, you can right. be on the board of the right. freaking Little League. Right. I'm talking for your profession. Right. You should look out. And then through there, you'll start learning, you'll start being introduced to some of the better conferences that are going on. And it, it's like anything in life, you're going to have to try some. And you're gonna be like, hey, this one sucks. Yeah, right. Like, look, shout out, no, no I'm, uh, there's a particular conference that happens every single year in Palm Springs, California. Okay. I don't go. Okay. There's a reason why I don't go. We won't name names. Yeah, and um, Palm Springs, Palm Desert. Look, it's in the freaking desert, mm. outside of LA, outside no, of San Diego, the middle of nowhere, um, where people go to golf. Like old people go there to golf. I've been there once. or got shout out
1: Mission Hills. I did golf there one time. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, I, I golfed there once, and um, here are my memories of, of being out there. It's the first time I got to meet Renee Rodriguez, so shout-out to Renee. Shout-out to First Renee. time I got to meet Michael Mayer, so shout-out to Michael. Shout-out, Michael Mayer. Um, first time I got to see a roadrunner, like a real roadrunner, not the yo. one. A real one. I, I,
1: yo, yeah. they're fast as shit? Yeah.
0: yeah. They're tiny, too. They're not big. It's deceptively small. Like, what was that? It looks yeah, like, like an insect. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, golfed with Mark Green, who founded Top of Mind Network. Okay. Like, but the event itself... Like by the way, great memories. Yeah. Great memories. Went to a phenomenal steak place. Like you at know, Morton's. First time I went to Morton's was in Palm Desert. You know what's funny you mentioned everything but the conference itself. Conference sucked. But everything around it. But here's everything around it was great. Correct. Conference sucked and you, you ended up with a bunch of wannabes. Mm. Let let me go on this tangent. Go ahead. I, am I am stand I burning the, up time? Just stand on the soapbox Leo. Just okay. go ahead. So here's what you have to look out for conferences. You just do. Wannabes has-beens. Uh, That fills the room. Yes. Wannabes, has been's Like, it's okay to be a wannabe when you're younger in your career and you're looking up to others and you're trying to follow in their footsteps. But understand and act with a certain amount of humbleness that you're new. It's okay being new. You're naive. It's okay being naive. you're inexperienced, it's okay being inexperienced. That's why you're there. You're there to learn. You're there to shut your mouth and listen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you have the has-beens. They're holding on to something. Mm. The problem with a has-been, and if you're going to these conferences, you have to be able to, to determine who's the wannabe. Got to sift them out. Because a wannabe will show their face. Mm. A newbie won't. A mm. newbie, you'll know they're new, and you'll want to actually embrace them. Yeah. A wannabe is, is posing. They're, they're posing. They're out there. Yes. Yeah, they're putting on a front that they're something that they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't wanna go to a conference that's full of wannabes Mm. or full of has-beens. Because unfortunately, I don't believe a has-been can teach me more than they think they can teach me, if that makes any sense. I'm not gonna front and be like, look, this person's wise and experienced. There's not some knowledge, some nuggets of knowledge I can can gain from them. But they're not innovative, they're not forward-thinking, they're not the future of my industry. Therefore, I wanna respect them as an elder. I wanna take their worldly advice but I don't want them leading breakout sessions necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sure as hell don't want a wannabe. A wannabe is somebody that fronts, they pose. They pose that there's something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And this bigger conference that happens in Palm Desert. I'd be like walking through and I'm seeing who's teaching the breakouts. And this is a total dick move and I want to admit it. But at some point, like my second time going, I'm like, look, if I ever come back here again, I'm only coming back. If everyone hangs their W-2 around their neck, the way that you wear that gold necklace, <laughs> And I'll know whether or not you're worth talking to, not because I put merit no, 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 on, no. on your earnings. Hear me out. I mean, Because I understand that your earnings resonate with your success in terms of production and sales. Hear me out,
1: I closed over 100 units in 1972. And back in 1972, when you had a carbon copy of, yeah. trust me kid, you don't know don't, what you're dealing Don't
0: wanna hear it, or no, we've <laughs> had people teaching breakout sessions. I'm like, bro, you're like a dollar from bankruptcy. I mean, you've, you have never built a team. You're, you're teaching me on how to leverage social media to become a successful loan officer, but you closed nine million last year in a year where the average loan officer did 16 million. Yeah, but hear me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so understand that there's gonna be events that you go to, you have to find your people, you right, have to find right. your niche, and it's okay. So something you wanna do, but like you wanna not drink too much. Yeah. You wanna understand that a lot of the best opportunity, quote correct. unquote, is going to come between 4 p.m. Uh, and 11 p.m. at the bar or at the dinners. Correct. You don't need to attend every session. Right. Attend the sessions. That's why you're there. Try to find speakers that resonate to you. Mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, you're going to have to go there with a certain amount of bullshit radar on. Yeah. right? Where you have to be able to pick out, oh poser, oh wannabe, yep. oh has been. Yep. It doesn't mean that you don't give them the time of day because you don't know who they know. You don't know what they've been through. And they mm-hmm. may be more like you than they put on. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to figure out, are they worth diving deep enough into to peel back those layers to find that real person underneath mm-hmm. also when you go out don't be a wannabe don't be a poser be yourself be you be real take that chip off your shoulder mm. this is not a one-up game you're not out there mm. to one-up somebody yeah. there's no winning Bro, if you did grass. 100 million great just know that someone else did 120 million that. if you did 200 million great know someone else did 300 million
1: that is the biggest thing i think it, even for me because a lot of times you'll get you go to these conferences you know see people of a certain stature regardless of w i'll go that's the ceo that's the guy who did this and you'll get caught up you get lost in the sauce you get caught up with the just. and then once you realize like no you can't you can't act like that he's just a regular person like you uh, approach it as such um and you'll have much better results In my yep. opinion.
0: and then finally you're going to go to these conferences some of them are going to kick ass awesome kick ass mm-hmm. You're going to have notes out the good, – good, just just notes galore. All day. Just notes. Throw right? them away. Don't yep. read them again. Don't, never read them again, Dustin, right? No. Pick two to three action items that you are going to spend the next 12 months dominating. You're going to own them. You're going to own them. You're going to be consistent and persistent with putting them into play. I said two to three. You're going to write down 13. That's what I'm saying, but I'm confused. But I want to I conquer all 12 because I want to be the best. You can't. Can't. You can't. Look, I want to be able to be a black belt in jujitsu, speak Spanish, play the guitar fluently, be a team roper, be a badass dad, be an awesome businessman, launch a Mm. podcast, launch a real estate and development company. I'll give you four out of 12. I can't do all of them. There's not not (laughs) enough time in the day. Right. Like certain things take consistency. Mm. And anything that you write down, I promise you, is going to take consistency. Now, I'm going to tell you, pick the two easiest ones and put them on top of your list. Right, then easy one would be show gratitude daily. What does that mean? Well, that means when I get back to the office, I'm gonna write down the 10 people who are most important to me and I'm gonna make sure I celebrate the hell out of them on their birthday. I'm also gonna make sure that every single week I send at least one handwritten note card to someone who means something to me. That's easy to do. Sounds doable. Right. That's what I mean by there's gonna be two of them that are very easy to do. I'm gonna interrupt you because uh, real talk, Barry
1: Botwin, who we bring up a lot on the show, who's a top producer, I pass by his office like on a random Tuesday and he's literally writing, handwriting, thank you yes. notes. So it's like a real thing. It's not something that Dustin says like out of his ass. No, like, people who are successful literally do it on a random Tuesday afternoon. When Barry Botwin sitting sh- there feeling up, like, oh,
0: showing right. gratitude. Today's Mike Smalling's birthday, so today is June 22nd is when we're actually recording okay. this, right? You'll get this up probably next Tuesday, yeah, so yeah. it'll be where whatever. whatever a week from now is June 29th not, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. right but June 22nd we have roughly 90 to 100 associates that work in the Florida region yeah every single birthday and work anniversary i make sure i celebrate with some kind of a corny meme that, oh, that i find on google 100% images 100% accurate because it's easy it's free and it's my way of making sure that twice a year i show gratitude towards people who care the most to me mm. And do you know how I was able to put that in place? How you were you able to put that in place? I you? tasked our administrative assistant to every last day of the month, print me out a list. Mm. And that list has everyone's birthday and their work anniversary on it. And that list stays on top of my mouse pad.
1: Okay.
0: Top of my mouse pad. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm not in the office today. Mm.
1: Well, I guess you can't send out the invite. Nope, set
0: myself a calendar invite for this morning to remind me that it was Mike Smalley's birthday. And although Mike did not get a email from me, and by the way, Mike's my business partner (laughs) and has been for 13 years. Right. right? Mike still got a text where I looped in our leadership team and I found a funny gif and I made sure I celebrated Mike today. There you go. I'm not trying to brag on me, I'm trying to let you all know how easy it is. Right. So, and, and how I came about that was just reminding you, when you go to these conferences and these conventions, so when you go to these conferences and these conventions, I feel like I said that one really fast but and you really learned all my words but you together. you want to articulate what's going on, all right, gotcha. Write down three things that you're going to put into place, not 13. There's 13 great ideas. Mm-hmm. You can only do three at a time. Once you've mastered those three, circle back to that folder, to that binder, to that notepad, and start on number four, start on number five. Damn. Prioritizing.
1: That is really smart. Okay. But I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna promise you this. The reason why you have to go to these conferences year in, year out is because sometimes you have to hear things five, six, seven times before you ever put them into play.
1: I oh, know, just ask my wife. She tells me the same thing, we should go here seven times, and then one of my friends will tell me, I'm like, hey, baby, you should go here. She's like, I've been trying to tell you that for
0: seven years. Yes, yeah, right? Same thing. I mean, it's sometimes it's the messenger and not the message. Oh, wow, well, there you go. Yeah, sometimes you have to be, we've done a show on this, are you ready to receive the message? There you go. Right, I think we did yeah, an episode called, are you yeah, ready to receive it? Yeah. Some days you're not ready to receive it. Right. This is why you have to be involved, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. PSA. Here it comes. I'm staring at the camera. Look, get involved in your trade organizations. You got to do it, but not too involved. Be consistent, but don't try to own it. Don't let the trade organization involvement surpass your effort in being a great associate, bringing revenue and production to your company. You have to attend not one, but two conferences, conventions on an annual basis, and they can't be done by the same organization because you want to avoid academic inbreeding. Well said. You then, when you attend these conferences and conventions, you have to understand it's not all about the speaker. It's about the people, it's about the experience, it's about the unwind, it's about the travel. It's the complete ecosystem that comes along with it. That's why you're there Mm. and don't overdo it. It's nothing good happens after midnight period, end of story. Okay? Right. Make friends, follow up with them with handwritten thank you notes, gratitude, write down all of the nuggets, all of the action items, pick your top three and dedicate the next six, 12 or 18 months to owning those three action items. Yep. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Here's what I'm gonna promise you. You're gonna make friends, you're gonna become more educated, you're gonna become more involved. By becoming more educated and more involved, you are going to stay more motivated to consistently get 1% better per day. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have fun. And you're going to make more money. Damn. It doesn't suck to be involved.
1: Damn, Dio.
0: Trade organizations, conferences, conventions. Look, his name is John Coleman. My name is Dustin Owen. We host this show called the Loan Officer Podcast. We are taping this on location at the Hyatt Grand Regency in Orlando, Florida. We are at the 67th annual mortgage bankers convention this is the florida mortgage bankers convention if you want to see more of what we do on this podcast in this medium you can check out check us out on youtube spotify apple podcast google play really anywhere that they have podcasts we ask you to subscribe to give us five-star reviews to share us comment and like and if you get really bored and you want to follow what we do on social media, which, by the way, John Coleman put some funny stuff out on Shout social out myself. media.
1: Shout out, myself. Shout
0: out to John Coleman. <laughs> Go ahead and follow us. Yeah. We are on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, at The Loan Officer Podcast. He's John Coleman on Google. I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. We appreciate you checking in. We appreciate you following us. And we look forward to catching you on our next episode. Peace. Do see.